action as it happens. And your reaction from five on the open line. This is Clyde One Super Scoreboard. Second half's just to get underway round about the grounds. Gordon, in the big game at the top, the one which could pave the way for Rangers to win the title this weekend. Of course, they're relying on something uh, going in their favour at Tannadice tomorrow. But Rangers clearly doing their bit so far. Yeah, they're very comfortable, Gordon. They got off to the best start. Two quick goals. Uh, Kent, terrific. And Morelis gets his usual goal against St Mirren. So getting in at half-time, I think Stephen Gerrard will be saying, look, just get the next goal, put this game... Firmly to bed And then they can go and relax Enjoy the rest of the afternoon And then it's up to Celtic tomorrow at Tannadice My only surprise is they haven't gone on Gordon from the, the early start Two goals very early in the game uh, I thought they'd have gone on from there And had it all but sewn up by half time it, That's obviously still in Rangers favour But it's not yet over the line However It certainly won't displease uh, Stephen Gerrard yeah, I think it's. Uh, I disagree. I think it is firmly over the line. I think they're cruising this game as much as they've cruised the league this season. Um, it must be a great feeling just now to be a Rangers player sitting there two 0 up at half time, going out for the second half, going out to enjoy the the actual forty five minutes rather than have you know the ultimate pressure on your shoulders of getting over the line. The job is done, and it's now over to Celtic to keep the league alive until. Next uh, two weeks' time, should I say, at Celtic Park? Yeah, I think uh, I think Stephen Gerrard's message is the same as it's been all season. Gordon Rangers have been in this position before, especially at Ibrox, looking comfortable. You know, do they t- take the, the the foot off the pedal a little bit? The manager every time comes out and says, "Want more goals?" So I would expect some more mm. goals than the second half. I uh, don't think there's going to be any changes Is Alison still with us? Alison, any changes you can see ahead of the second half? Um, I don't think so The teams aren't even back out here oh well, take At Ibrox So yeah, the, the subs are all still out on the pitch um, They were a really late finish There was an extra minute added on But we're slightly late kicking off here as well But it doesn't look like there'll be any changes to either side I mean Rangers so firmly in control Stephen Gerrard has just come back up And he's taking his seat back in the director's box, as you can imagine, full of smiles as he came up the stairs to take his seat ahead of the second half. Yeah, of course not in the dugout today. Accepted that one-match ban. Hugh Keevans, I think the consensus on the show last night was that that, that kind of made sense. Just do it, oh, get yeah. it over with, and then if you win the title next week, you're on the dugout. If you win it the week after, you're on the dugout. If You, you know, t- celebrations and all the rest of it. Yeah. He, he, he could obviously work it out for himself That uh, the game against St Mirren Was uh, likely to be less demanding Than some that are round the corner uh, So he's taken the hit today I just wonder if he'll get a response From John Beaton Following that statement from Rangers last night Where Stephen Gerrard is saying I apologised I repeat the apology uh, I want to know why I'm not getting a call from John Beaton Now are referees obliged to go to the managers that they have upset and and make an apology. Uh, Gordon, did you ever get an apology as a manager from a referee? No, no, and I never um, expected one, Hugh. If I stepped out of line, which was very occasionally, not not a lot in my my career, I wasn't that sort of angry sort of a dugger. I was always calm, and um, but if I, I'd never expect a, an apology from a ref, and I don't know. Stephen Gerrard probably thinking an apology for the incident with Morelos, yeah. right? Not for Stephen Gerrard. Stephen Gerrard because Morelos wins his hearing. Yeah, uh, Stephen Gerrard was in the wrong, but 
I don't think that the referee should be obliged to sit and say, right, okay, the Rangers man's apo- uh, managers apologise, so I'll pick the phone up and up. I, uh, you need probably referees would need to do that I mean, nearly every week. I mean, I do get that, Mark, but the frustration from managers and players seems to be that can we not just have a human relationship, better level of communication, and it would just it would just pacify a lot of this yeah. stuff. Just pick up the phone and yeah, Gordon's right. I get it. Do you need to do it to every manager then? So that, that, that's a valid concern. Um, but sometimes it's it's easy just to just to talk to people. Yeah, or it should I, be. I, listen, I don't agree with with John Beaton picking up the phone and apologising for a mistake because we touched on it on Thursday. It was an honest mistake. Okay, it got it wrong. What I do think there needs to be is better communication at the time with managers and players. Whether that be you know a simple conversation, more approachable to managers and players. Derek McInnes <laughs> mentioned it. Brian Rice has mentioned it. Stephen Gerrard has mentioned it. I think Jack Ross touched on it as well. Um, you know there needs to be. Uh, better communication uh, between referees and everyone else. Goal flashes with Top Scaffolding. For the top team in scaffolding, visit topscaffolding.co.uk. Design, quote, deliver. Okay, let's get the second half's underway then. Rangers very much on their way to victory today, and the result which could set up a title win depending what happens at Tannadice tomorrow. Motherwell are one up against Livingston at Fur Park. Devante calls penalty. St Johnston one up on Hibs thanks to Liam Craig against his former side. Uh, still nothing between Aberdeen and Ackies, and I'd imagine a tense affair in the Highlands, but level one all between Ross County and Kilmarnock. Our featured championship game. It's Andy Halliday of all people who scored to put Hearts one up against Dundee. So let's get the second halves underway and uh, see what we've got in store in the next 45 minutes. Oh, I'll tell you what we've got in store in the next five seconds. One of these. Goal flashes with top scaffolding for all your scaffolding needs. And Rangers are not hanging about. It's Rangers 3, St Mirren 0 and it's Yanis. Hadji recalled to the team this afternoon It was a cross from the left It eventually found its way to Hadji at the back post Steadied himself Fired it high beyond Jack Anik And it's Rangers 3, St Mirren 0 For Rangers in the second half Great overlap from Kent Aribo feeds him in He cuts a bat Hadji's time to take two touches Eight yards out Steady himself And tuck it away And it's as easy as you like for Rangers St Mirren all over the place and you'd think it's going to get even worse for Jim Goodwin's I, side. I said that just before the teams come out, uh, Mark. As much as Rangers are comfortable, the, the points are in the bag. I think the manager would be saying, look, go and show everybody how good a side you are. Get more goals. Uh, St Mern's defending was absolutely woeful, but take nothing away from Rangers. Great play with Kent. Men it came to Hadji. All the time in the world. Pick your spot. 3-0 Definitely game over now You can actually stop Talking about today now And focus on tomorrow Because it's now All about what Celtic do At Tannadice Rangers are Home and hosed Against St Mirren uh, They are the champions Elect They will be The champions Officially tomorrow If Celtic draw Or lose So What a season it's been For Celtic Lost their manager Chief executive Decides to announce His retirement In January uh, they have imploded They are now in a position Where they are trying to maintain Any form of dignity Between now and the end of the season And they have to go to Tannadice tomorrow And factor in John Kennedy as well He has to go there And has to get a, a win tomorrow If he has to have any chance at all Of being the Celtic manager On a permanent basis I would say he has to win practically Every game between now and the end of the season 
The second half teaser. With Monday Scottish Sun. Free goals, pull out, and all the reaction to the weekend's games. I have played alongside Gary Dicker, Jordi Alba, and Lucas Zaluska. I have been managed by Gus Poyet and Derek McInnes. I've won what was then the Scottish Third Division and I have been with teams in Scotland, England, Spain, India, China, Qatar and Japan. Who am I? Lot of information there. I've played alongside Gary Dicker, Jordi Alba and Lukas Zaluska. I've been managed by Gus Poyet and Derek McInnes. I've won what was then the Scottish Third Division. And I have played for teams in Scotland, England, Spain, India, China, Qatar and Japan. Who am I? Quite an incredible list. We'll get back to that in a second because we've got one of these and it's huge. Goal Flashes with Top Scaffolding for all your scaffolding needs. Ross County 2, Kilmarnock 1 and it's Leo Hielda on loan from Celtic. He has scored early in the second half and it is a huge goal for John Hughes and the Staggies taking the lead for the first time today. Yeah, what a result. Daz called it with John Hughes. You know, he has that fighting desire. I thought Kilmarnock would go up there with Tommy Wright's experience and win the game. But listen, if you're Kilmarnock just now, you lose that one... Uh, Ross County would go four points ahead having played a game less. You are in trouble. It's uh, very easy to say Kilmarnock in trouble, but I can remember on this show about three months ago or two months ago, we had a caller that come on and says, Get your money in Kilmarnock to get relegated. They changed their manager. Um, mm. You know, Lafferty's been brought in. He scored a goal. It's going to be a big ass mm. now. I think uh, Tommy Wright right now would probably say, Give me a point, I'll go down the road. For sure. He would take a point. Bite your hand off for it now And it could get even worse For Kilmarnock Because the Ackies are still there yeah. At Pataudry Nil-nil If they sneak a goal Against an Aberdeen team Who are At the moment Woeful Then it turns into mm. A very very bad day For Billy Bowie And for Tommy Wright At Kilmarnock Right there was a lot of information On that teaser If you need to see it written down Go to the Twitter feed At Clyde SSB Incidentally that's where you send Your, your answer So get one name down Get it on a tweet And you need to beat everyone else To the punch I mean with all due respect To Gary Dicker Having played with Jordi Alba and Gary Dicker is, is quite quite the <laughs> contrast. Again, no disrespect to Gary. Um, played with Mark Wilson's old pal, Lucas Zaluska as well. Uh, and he's played Scotland, England, Spain, India, China, Qatar, Japan, but no United States of Arab, incidentally. Yeah, I must have missed that one out. He's certainly got a lot of air miles. Um, Passport will be more stamps I, than oh, you've had wives. Unbelievable. Well, I don't know about that. I think you still a few oh, countries to visit. Oh, and there's another big goal in the Highlands. Goal flashes. With top scaffolding For all your scaffolding needs And it's a double Mackay Billy Mackay again Ross County 3 Kilmarnock 1 Right at the start Of the second half A quick fire double From the Staggies Has them looking very Comfortable indeed As Mark Wilson says If it stays this way Ross County would go Four points clear of Kilmarnock And uh, Kelly have played a game more Yeah They've also uh, played a game more Than Hamilton Mackies Yeah uh, Who are not yet Done and dusted at Pataudry uh, Well it's still nil-nil So it looks from this distance Like Kilmarnock are either going down 
or will need a playoff to fight for their survival in the Premiership. A couple of changes. Uh, Hibbs Deutsch has come on for Cadden, uh, and then Hanlon has had a header over the bar. Should have scored. Tell you what, game of the day is not in the Premiership. I'm afraid mm. it's at our broth. Our broth were two 0 up, weren't they? I told yeah, you that earlier yeah. on. Queen of the South have now scored four times uh, to flip that one in its head. Obalai, the latest, and. That's why they're one of the form teams Andy Halliday's old pal Willie Gibson Getting player of the month the other day uh, He's gone on from strength to strength To try to drag Andy into the car park at Palmerston um, And it's our both two Queen of the South 4 They've gone in some run Queen of the South you've got to say They were down there struggling All of a sudden put a right few mm. wins together Scoring The wheat frog Dundee Did they? With that result um, And Dundee are getting beat At Tynecastle aren't they But albeit played A couple of games more but And when you're 2-0 down Against a Dick Campbell's team Especially up there mm-hmm. Gordon and Montrose It's one of the hardest places To go and get a result That is fantastic Coming back and scoring four goals So is our broth <laughs> What? <laughs> what are you explain, explain that to him You said at Montrose When you're at Montrose Oh well, well when you're at Montrose are very difficult game. <laughs> yeah. uh, you'll find that when Rhymes with nose That's always Did I say Montrose? Nah you're way off uh, Dick Mo- Campbell's uh, a broth Sorry Hugh I'm glad you're here Morton uh, nil Air 1 Cammy Smith Has put the honest men In front in that one Old friend of the show Remember this guy Whatever happened to him Craig Beatty Oh He's, Be- he's thrown a name in On the teaser He wants to know if he's got it right Hugh Is it Alan Gow? Gowser, no, Gowser did play in India, that's for sure But uh, no, it's not him Craig It is not Alan Gow, keep your guesses coming um, I must admit, the, the first half discussion got a little bit risky I think the, the, the boss was nervous But I felt it was important that we told the story about Mark Wilson's new favourite actor A guy, oh, called, no. a guy called Kieran Lee <laughs> That I had no. to look up to find out who he was I had never heard of him obviously And it then turns out that he's been made aware of Super Scoreboard in the last few days. He's going to send Hugh free access uh, to his <laughs> OnlyFans account. Again, I don't know what that is, but I, I will find out for you. Um, Does he know about an, a Nokia? Yeah, you won't be able to access it on the Nokia. You'll need to fire up the old laptop <laughs> in the family yeah. computer, Hugh. RJ Demon says, I know he's had the vaccine, but if old Shug accesses that website, it will be a different Pfizer product to require. <laughs> And then Cameron Andrew wants to know if Kieran Lee played any part in that injury that the Dassler was talking about <laughs> earlier. And absolutely no comment whatsoever on that one. Still Rangers 3, St Mirren 0. Uh, still the same scoreline from all of those games, apart from the second half. The place to be is Dingwall. 3 1 now to Ross County. Very quick start to the second half from them. Yeah, and they'll be looking to uh, get that three points, especially at home when you're down there fighting. Now, as a, a wee group, now we can say that Motherwell. I know they're one and one nil at far part. Their home record's not been good, Gordon, but I think they'll have enough. I said at the beginning of the show, I would take a draw there. I think that'll be enough. That just that wee mini league, Ross County, Kilmarnock, and Hamilton. We never write Hamilton off because we know what they're all about. So far up at Petordre, nil nil. That is a terrific mm. result, but still a bit to go there. I just think Kilmarnock have had that bad a year changing the manager everything about them they're just they're doomed to be down for me go on, the last 10 games one draw nine defeats because they're, they're on their way to defeat today 10 games 30 points one draw one mm. point out of 30 that's classic relegation for an amazing miss by Gary Mackay Stephen according to Fraser Wishart 
Um, I did say last night I read it out It's worth repeating Our colleague Andrew McLean Has been crunching the numbers You know there's a lot of fascination About no fans this season What does that do to home advantage um, I, I don't have a comparison for you But I think it's safe to assume That this is, is different from previous seasons Going into today Home wins in the Premiership 70 Away wins in the Premiership 70 The exact same Now I would imagine in previous years The home wins would outweigh uh, the away wins uh, And you spoke about Motherwell's home form Being really poor Gordon again Going into today They, they had picked up 12 points at home And uh-huh. 20 points away So again another, another one of the teams That seem to be Doing much better On the road than at home It's strange that Gordon um, But I think that um, Alexander Graham Alexander will be delighted If they can hold on to this um, Get three points Because that would really Put them out of the equation it certainly put them out of the equation of getting dragged into a relegation. Battle. Jack Anik has just made the, the oddest save to prevent <laughs> Rangers from going four up, but uh, but he, he saved it with his foot. Goal flashes with top scaffolding for all your scaffolding needs. Gary McKay Stephen had an amazing miss, but he's now set up one for Nandwile Hearts to Dundee nil. So the Jambos look like. They will pick up all three points I've had a bit of criticism over the level of um, performances But they're certainly getting another win That will strengthen their position find, at the top I find that difficult to take on board, Gordon I know that people can have the argument Well, look at the wage bill Look at the players For Hearts, it's all about getting out of this championship And then they mm. can build again So as much as everyone wants to watch free-flowing you know, mm. football, lots of goals It's all about yeah. getting three points And getting out of there uh, Balogun on for Hollander For Rangers I should say, by the way Andrew McLean's been back at it He's actually He's given us the comparison He's having a busy day he, Roger Hanna says Is Andrew after my anorak? I think there's every chance <laughs> So last season um, I mean, granted it was curtailed, wasn't it? Um, I assume that's been taken into account 79 home wins in mm. the, the league And only 54 away wins So yeah. a, a pretty big difference um, when you compare it to this season, so yeah, I'm not surprised at that. I mean, the the fans, of course, make a a huge difference to to mm. performances. Um, you know, I think you've seen it all through the grounds, apart from apart from Ibrox, really. Where you know, there's people on earlier on in the year saying that Rangers were thriving playing without fans. Listen, that argument's out there. Maybe they they could have been better with fans, and mm. who knows? But um, good work from Andrew. Yeah, Davis has um, come off I can't remember which direction And Scott Arfield has come on as well for Rangers So Scott Arfield on um, That discussion we were having in the first half All on the back of Sean Rooney's appearance Surprise appearance on the show on Monday Talking about cuppy doubles and we, Isn't it amazing on a Saturday How I, I Honestly I don't all, Occasionally will But don't necessarily plan these things And then all of a sudden it just takes off And people bombard us with brilliant uh, suggestions and stories and memories um, David McCann says You couldn't beat Heady to touch um, <laughs> Like that RC at Bolt Your Rocket Says <laughs> Does Mark remember the old football pitching Oh goodness sake Listen If there's oh, that suspense There are certain things in life I don't mind being interrupted for Goal Flashes with top scaffolding For all your scaffolding needs Motherwell 2 Livingston 0 And it's Devante Cole Can't stop scoring Under Graham Alexander His 6th and 7th goals Under the new manager Today he's got a double Motherwell have a double And it's looking a bit more Comfortable for The Steelmen 2-0 up now Against Livy Safety Gordon I said it 
two or three weeks ago on the show uh, that we'd have enough I've got to say uh, players respond in different ways to different managers Defante Cole has been terrific since Graham Alexander walked into mm. the building so that three points assures them that they mm. will not need to worry about the relegation battle At Bolt Your Rocket Mark do you remember the football pitch in Brimhouse Park it was mostly built on a slope yeah. and Davy Cummins would be raging <laughs> if you played Wally against the side <laughs> yeah. of the Brimhouse Hall yeah. Who's Davy? You see, like the Davy Cummins was the he was the guy that ran the Brimhouse Hall Youth Club and uh, he was in my <laughs> Famous apparently. Oh listen he was famous throughout those area. lands Yeah, Who's that? Who's What's the name? RC at Bolt Your Rocket. I don't know. <laughs> ah, well, he's, he's not gave away much here, has he? And right now, I certainly do, RC. Now we're getting creative. I'm struggling with the instructions here. If this rings true to anyone, feel free. Paul Shanley says, Binny was a game down Clyde Bankway. Binny. Two bins at the bottom, side by side, then two on top in the middle of those bottom two. You need to go left, right, middle, top And go further back the more you scored I mean there's a You've lot of work that goes into Sounds that good though. Getting bins, where, where are you getting empty bins? In that many of them Hold on Goal flashes <laughs> With top scaffolding For all your scaffolding needs Maybe not quite yet, Gordon DL Motherwell 2 Livingston 1, I think Let me just clear that up, we've got another Yeah we do, and it's Jack Fitzwater uh, A diving header from him, Motherwell 2, Livingston 1 We get two goals at once, which confused me Because Jason Cummings uh, Has got a penalty, and he's dispatched it for Dundee So Hearts 2, Dundee 1 Motherwell 2, Livy 1 Yeah, I said a couple of weeks ago, we're right in that relegation <laughs> um, That's a blow, especially He's a manager uh, Mark, will, well, Mark won't tell you, because he lost Goal after goal after goal after goal after goal um, you score a goal and two minutes later three minutes later you give up the, the, the advantage of a goal again it's really it frustrates the life out of you as a manager as a coach Livingston you know one thing about them they've got a terrific fighting spirit uh, but I still see th- uh, the Fur Parkers taking the three points Tynecastle could get a bit tasty you know the Hearts are in three draws there's been pressure on Robbie Nielsen some fans not happy with him uh, in spite of the fact that Hearts are top of the league and now Dundee still get half an hour to play 2-1 mm. uh, Yes, yeah, so those games very much in the balance we'll keep a close eye on them 30 minutes to go so you certainly wouldn't pass, put it past Livy of getting themselves right back into that one it's, it's funny there we're watching on the screen and I don't know if Matt picked up but Jim Goodwin his assistant manager Lee Sharp having a chuckle having a laugh they must have been enjoying the afternoon watching Rangers play 3-0 down I signed him as well Sharp, he's assistant oh, manager. Did you? Yeah, I had to. Surprised you remember? You don't usually remember anyone. Uh, no, I was just because I've seen him there on the TV. I remember him being in the building. Um, supporter of Ayrshire <laughs> Hibernian <laughs> is on Twitter. A Kelly fan, I assume. He says, "I think it was Gordon Duncan on Clyde Super Scoreboard that said the teams who go down tend to have goalkeeping issues. We've signed three dreadful ones this season, and our only plan was we hope Watford give us Backman back. Uh, when that failed through, we were screwed. So the Kelly fans." Not feeling too optimistic looking at today's result. Yeah, understand. You did mention so. that, didn't you, Gordon? It was that last week. Yeah, he I says, so. yeah, and I think you're spot on. I mean, the goalkeeper's such an important part of your squad, no matter if you're battling at the top or at the bottom of the table. We've seen that at both ends of the table, and you know he's, he's pretty bang on the money there. Mark, can I just say to you, Fraser Forster, hmm. Barkas, Bain, Hazard. The goalkeeping position destabilised Celtic from the very outset because they were wrong to dilly-dally over Forster, just accept they didn't want to come back. They were wrong to sign Barkas, should have signed David Marshall. 
And neither Bain nor Hazard Is ever going to be Number one goalkeeper So that destabilised Celtic There's another goalkeeping issue for you uh, Dylan O'Neill Has got his name for the game As header volley fancy That's just got to be a, a a Never different version of what we mentioned earlier on I think um, Brendan says If you played against the Dazzler at Kirby You had to do it on the M8 to avoid his nose oh. <laughs> I like it. when people tweet and think I his nose at I get such a hard time yeah, goes, And rightly yeah. so See these, these were great because you could play them anywhere That was the beauty Alex is obviously of a different class here He says the new one is foot to golf Get involved Have you played that? I've never played it, it But there's a, a course up in Cumbernauld yeah, yeah. It's so much harder than you think it's going to be it? Maybe this was just me But I felt like it applied to everyone who was there as well You think you can kick it much further than you actually can Yeah, like, I, I can believe when that When you I... stand on the first fairway You've got this vision that you're just going to It depends what your style is Are you drop kicking it? Are you volleying it? Or is it from the deck? Oh, so it's your choice well, yeah. I can't, I can't remember it... I, it depends I, mean, I can't I can't specifically remember I feel like we weren't really paying much at it. Was it off the deck? Duff. Oh, off right. the deck, yeah. Producer Dave's telling me he was there and it was it was off the deck. We we'll need to get that go um, one time. No, but again, right, so you stand at the fairway and you've got this vision that you're gonna scream like a golf drive right down it's you, you just can't kick it that far. You yeah. think you can. But do you do you still get there and uh, you know, allocated shots if it's a part is it yeah, still yeah. a par four, par yeah. three kind of stuff? Mm-hmm. Aye. Yeah, you can change your shoes to a size seven or an eight or <laughs> <laughs> <Depending laughs> a bag of shoes. <laughs> Depending <laughs> so I think I'll have a size 6 Bag of boots yeah. Stick a stiletto, a stiletto on Round about yeah, the green exactly. <laughs> I just don't fancy that Because I never was able To kick the ball um, oh, You don't like football You don't No I don't I, I can't imagine then there's, a, the ball. there's a great argument When you get on the green Usually putting And obviously The hole's a bit bigger um, But you get Some folk are sneaking They'll sort of put their foot On top of the ball And roll it With the oh, sole no, no, Is no. that allowed no. Or should it be You know A, a little side foot pass just Are you depends. allowed to mark it and clean the ball and all? <laughs> if you so wish, if you think that'll make much difference. I need to give that a go. Has anyone good. got the second half teaser yet? Loads of people. Oh, Read right. the question again. I have played alongside Gary Dicker, Jordi Alba, and Lucas Zaluska. I've also been managed by Gus Poyet and Derek McInnes. I've won what was then the Scottish third division. And I have signed with teams in Scotland, England, Spain, India, China, Qatar and Japan. Who am I? Mark, tell them who you think it is. I, I wrote down Malumbu. No. Peter no. Ramsey has gone for Gordon Greer. Gordon Greer, wow. No. The Static Traveller says, is it Michael Chopra? He is Indian, in fact. Was uh, born in India, but it's not him. It's somebody that's not particularly good He keeps getting freed well, So he has to get out of the country He's played with Jordi Alba Or oh, he's got a great agent Franny but Funny Funny you should say that That's a clue Has he? Funny you should say that Well if I gave um, it away A great agent Who's a good agent? Oh Fra- I've got it Franny boy says Is it Sibo? No not Joseph Sibo And Alan Lappin says Is it Callum Higginbottom? No Do you ever did you ever overlap with Callum Higginbottom, Mark Wilson? Did you ever... I did. I, I, have I told you that story? Well, I played against him. He's a bit of a madman, isn't he? He, he asked, he asked always... me to change boots during the game, or if I had a spare <laughs> pair of boots at Tanadice. It was my second time around at Dundee United, and I'm playing right back. He's playing left mid. Who would have been playing for? Uh, Motherwell or Kilmarnock or Partick Thistle? Yeah, aye, one of them. Had a few. Anyway, and he ripped his boots. <laughs> it must be about 20 minutes in. He says, I've ripped my boots. I said, Oh, aye. Uh, he said you only get a spare pair of boots Instead of asking his teammates He's asking me and did you get him, him? No I don't know I says no sorry I can't help you That was the weirdest request I've ever had <laughs> On the pitch 
That's it. That was good. No, I, I, I listened to well. I don't know what you. No, I, I actually do like that because that can't happen very often. It can. It can't. No, oh, you're asking that's never, I've never heard I swear, that. my kid's life. Why did he not just go to his home team? Like his I, own I team. don't. Well, as you say, he's quite an interesting just, character. Just he's a bit of a character. He's yeah. an interesting character. I decided to chat to me because I was standing right next to him. You've not got a spare pair of it. I'll never forget that. Listen, you're not giving him to your boots no Your chance. reputation Nervous driver will be on in two minutes here <laughs> Guaranteed yeah. um, Speaking of trivia right When we're asking for the answers to the teaser Who's the guy that's making your life a misery On Beat the Pundit this season He's just popped up out of nowhere Black Arthur Black Arthur, Black Arthur. Yeah. There's been a development on Black Arthur as well right? So he's always tweeting in for people who Don't listen too often Every night the guys play Beat the Pundit and some mystery man, Black Arthur, has just popped up out of nowhere and has started keeping a very detailed spreadsheet of the guys beat the pundit performances. He's got all sorts, games played, win percentages, points total, differentials, all the rest of it. Um, but he's obviously a... Here we go again. Goal flashes with top scaffolding for all your scaffolding needs Motherwell 3 Livingston 1 and it's Chris Long a substitute early on for Tony Watt counter attack and he's found the back of the net Motherwell 3 Livy 1 what did I say when he came <laughs> on the pitch <laughs> did he what actually did say? He did. but he celebrates like he scored the goal he did say he fancied him for a goal did you yes Good yes I said he would come on and score a goal that's it mm. points are saved now Gordon right Black Arthur Okay, he's been on or keeping an eye on you lot and beat the pundit but you know mystery man the name Black Arthur who is he at beat pundit his profile picture is Darth Vader I genuinely have no idea who this is it's certainly not someone in here and that got confirmed last night he gave a little bit away mm. as to maybe a wee clue about his identity or his whereabouts he put up a picture uh, to say that he was just catching up on Clyde Super Scoreboards beat the pundit for the week and a picture of his laptop but it's the background that gives it away see if this is Black Arthur's house I really want to know who Black Arthur is. I'll show you to the picture. <laughs> no. That, that's certainly not in Scotland. Let's put it that way. Black um, Arthur is living it up in a mansion somewhere. Wow. Sun splitting the trees, a private pool. Looks like it's in the Hollywood Hills or something. Uh, yeah. That's very impressive. I mean, I don't, it, could be, it could be Europe somewhere. It could be sort of Spain vibe, but I mean, I'm setting my sights higher. I'm hoping. No wonder he's LA. got time in his hands. I'm there. thinking LA, end of season trip, Black Arthur puts everyone up. Yeah. Don't, I mean, don't yeah. get me wrong. Like, see if that's 10 oh, There's not much of you. Keenan Lee's it in LA, get him round. You've got a party. I'll settle for Tenerife, Black Arthur, don't you worry, but just. I mean, that, that is impressive. That is beautiful, aye. The only, thing, the, the only thing after. I will say He's been a bit lazy Because I've not heard him well, About my record Well this lately. is the point I'm That's, putting the fear well, of death listen, Into people if you again. would just wait No <laughs> You call it Putting the fear of death Into people He calls it You're out of last place For the first time yeah. this year He's up you've, you've lifted yourself So he's given us The, the updated table um, top of the table Halliday played 5-1-5 But Guidi played 4-1-4 So he's mm. up there as well Ray's in there with an 80% Then we're 75% for Hannah and Keevans DL you've got a 64% win rate Played 11 You've played way more than everyone else Exactly so oh, Do not make me explain percentages to you again No you're wrong Many's, many's the <sighs> mushroom man played um, he's, <laughs> played, he's played 4-1-2 So he's 50% So ah, he's right, just I'll below you Gordon Is says that? you're 110% wrong I think that's the easiest thing in the world To play 4 
And you won two Start playing 11 We went through this the other night Don't make me do this again It's based play on 11? It's based on win percentage I know but it shouldn't be Because you think about it right See if I play four games In my last four games I've had four victories I'm 100% I, I don't think you're going to get to him with percentages here, no, Gordon. He's not. And Jim Duffy is with you. He's played four one two as well. So it's Wilson and Duffy in the relegation <laughs> dogfight. Do you know what is weird? That, that, that does surprise me because you're not that bad usually. No, no, You've I, just had a. a, a, a by the way, the guy I had on the other night on he Thursday was night he was very good. I think he lost only to Roger Hanna seven six in the last. The last time he was on. He beat you the other night. Didn't he beat me he? six he two. Great, I, yeah. I was. You were woeful. He was good though. Yeah, had an off good. night yeah uh, Hugh Ibrooks, anything else no uh, it, it's Rangers now seeing out time uh, St Mirren bringing on two subs there but they're, they're a spent force it's all over as I say for me today's story is written and it's over and done with it's all about tomorrow now about uh, Tannadice about Celtic about John Kennedy yeah, the Mar- Mar- only thing I've lost is Gordon is uh, how important clean sheets are. McGregor had a terrific save from a break there. Yeah. Brilliant save. Morelos off Defoe on. Yeah, I think this they are on track for a 30th clean sheet of the season, I think, if my memory serves me right. 45th game of the season, and it should be, unless something changes, a 30th clean yeah, sheet. That's, so. that's ridiculously hard to do, Gordon. I mean, because you have to be on it all the time. Even... Even games like this Where you're cruising 3-0 And a set piece comes in You're back four And your goalkeeper Has to stay concentrated And that showed it there Abika Great effort And what a save from McGregor Is Steven Gerrard going all sentimental on us? Is he trying to give people Some sort of sign off? Defoe I can understand Greg Stewart has come on I've, 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 I've forgotten <laughs> Greg Stewart altogether Yanis uh, Hadji's gone off And Greg Stewart of all people Oh no no Scott Wright is coming on So I wonder if there's a a mistake there Yeah I think it's Scott Wright I did yeah. wonder I thought that would be Particularly bizarre It's Scott Wright Yeah he's done okay Scott Wright When he's He's had You know Fleeting little appearances Was it the game in Europe He won the penalty Didn't he When he jinked yeah. in Off the right hand side And I think Steve Gerrard Will be pleased With his contribution Just easing him into the side He'll be much more Involved I think Next season For Rangers But stiff competition it's In that luxury, position It's a luxury mm. now Mark That the game's done, obviously. Uh, get players on there, get them enjoying it, get them working towards next season. As you know, right is one. He's a project for next year. So um, and Defoe, great to see him back. Great mm. goal scorer. So um, he's got plenty of options. I've got interesting to, to hear from the Celtic fans at five o'clock. Gordon, you know, now that they know for sure that the the league could be won by Rangers yep. tomorrow. How important is it to the Celtic fans that it is not won tomorrow or the sum? Want it to be one tomorrow. Well, the the thing going about just now is is should if they drop points and Rangers win it then tomorrow should Celtic give a guard honour? I can't see that happening. Um, but it's something that they want to avoid. You know, just even the conversation of that this week. Did, they, did, did you not have this situation in a role reversal only a season or two ago? Did Rangers were, Did we not ask the question Of Rangers And then Rangers Didn't do it for Celtic I th- yeah. That rings a bell Gordon yeah. If I got that wrong Neil Lennon at the time And, and that's what's making Yeah Neil Lennon yeah, said Neil Lennon said If it was us We'd do it for them One of the many things mm. That Neil shouldn't have said In his time As Celtic manager um, AD White's come on For Hearts For Nunjali One of the goal scorers and that's, um, and that's why Gordon I, I touched on earlier I'd be surprised If it hasn't been mentioned In the dressing room That not handing mm. the title To Rangers And setting up this 
possibility or even conversation it'd be a talking point on the show will Celtic give a guard honour take that out of it don't allow that to happen by winning at Tannadice tomorrow funnily enough what you said Hugh I've seen loads of comments on social media like usually replying to Celtic's own content along the lines of don't care lose on Sunday don't want to lose it against them oh. but, but you know how social media sometimes can can be a, a breeding ground for that sort of yeah. extremism on the phone no, no one's admitted that so whether there is a silent Minority out there Or maybe a silent majority I don't know Who don't want to admit it On the phones But I've noticed A real difference The fans who've come on Are saying Don't be daft like, You need to just try And win every game We had a caller last night Gordon as you'll recall Who summed it up beautifully He was a Rangers fan And he said It's the symbolism That's important for Rangers They would have liked To have won it At Celtic Park uh, To symbolise If you like The transfer of power After 10 years It was all Celtic And now the league belongs to Rangers But I think deep down The Celtic supporters would rather That Rangers did not win the league At Celtic Park But you can't ask John Kennedy Scott Brown Whoever to go to Tannadice And not give 100% They will go there tomorrow Without doubt And give it 100% But at the back Are they good enough to keep Dundee United out? Oh, Black Arthur, you mysterious devil He's taking the bait, he's listening And he sent us another picture And he says, here's my view right now But he's just giving us just the palm tree I couldn't possibly tell where that is Mark, you're well travelled Is that a a native palm tree to... It's not Cumbernauld That's Spain You know your palm trees? Yeah, that's a Spanish palm tree Is it? Right, okay I didn't think that would be a... An area of expertise for you but he, could have, fine. he could have googled that Tell me you no, no, want that, a no, selfie with his Darth Vader helmet on <laughs> <laughs> To prove it's him No no that, that looks authentic to me Because it's, it's a wee bit blurry I think round the edge As if he's, his finger's sort of over the camera as well So yeah. I, yeah I think that's a legitimate picture It's a bit like is it like the Stig from Top Gear oh, yeah, used to yeah. debate who it was Or um, the secret footballer Remember he was doing oh, the rounds yeah, that's right. For a while Who is Black Arthur? Doesn't live in these parts anyway No he doesn't No That is not the Strathclyde Park I'll tell you that For nothing Looking well, at that sky Yeah we can tell you It's not the Strathclyde Park Hmm Okay I've seen many a tree In the Strathclyde Park <laughs> Really right okay <laughs> <laughs> I've seen many a tree Because <laughs> uh, I was wow. going to be serious About that Because like lockdown Everybody's walking I yeah, feel yeah. like I've covered Every square inch of that place In the last yeah. few months But I, d- I don't want to know Too much more about your Um my trees. Your experiences there, I must admit. Mm. Um, so Rangers with a, a raft of changes. Hugh, has it oh. has it made any difference? Nah, we've got uh, 15 minutes of the game to go. Scott Arfield's come on, um, but it's just Rangers not necessarily going through the motions, but knowing subconsciously that they've done enough for today, and it's all mm. about Dundee United against Celtic. Yeah, it certainly looks that way. What about the other games then? Anything that's I think Hamilton Aki's at uh, Pitodry, Gordon. Um, you know, I think we all went for a, a home win. Underestimate Hamilton Aki's and Brian Rice and his players. Uh, we write them off every year and they seem to answer us very well. So Imagine being an Aberdeen season ticket holder oh. this season, though, and tuning in to watch that, Hugh, every week. Just the same old. What was it I told you earlier? So if. If it stays this way If it's goalless In the last nine games There will have been seven goals scored And that's games involving Kilmarnock uh, Aberdeen at all I'm talking for them or the opposition mm. Oh right, maybe we do have late drama Goal Flashes
with top scaffolding for all your scaffolding needs. What a game. Ross County 3, Kilmarnock 2 and it's Kyle Lafferty from the spot. His second of the afternoon. Now a real chance for Killy to try and rescue a point. Funnily enough, you might not think it, but these sides have been relatively high scoring against each other. There was a 3-1 Killy win despite going down to 10 men early on this season. There was a 2-2 in Dingwall. Are we going to get a 3-3? Yeah, well, the the 3-1 Kelly one came the week before Ross County went to Celtic Park and beat Celtic. Um, uh, so Ross County managed to turn it round, but uh, 13 minutes to go. Fancy Kelly snatching something? No. I think, no, I think they might. No. I think they just might. I think Tommy Wright will get away with a point now. Yogi's been brought up the right way in management. Um, he will see that out. And I think the Kamarnock will throw everything at it. And if they get a goal, I think it will be Lafferty because they've struggled for weeks upon weeks to mm. score goals and Lafferty seems to be the guy who knows where the back end is. Well, Greg Stewart is actually on now. So despite the <laughs> confusion a moment or two ago, he is on and he's not someone that we expected to see, is he? Well, Rangers have got many games to negotiate between now and the end of the season. Scottish Cup thrown in as well. It's just... Uh, Steven Gerrard utilising a very big squad and a very good squad. When you looked at the, the subs bench today, you understand why Rangers have had the type of season that they've had. That, that there is strength in depth there, as there has not been uh, for more than a decade. Twitter are onto this guy now. We've we've we, we've become web sleuths, I think they call it. We try and crack these mysteries because um, Black Arthur's trying to defend himself and say, oh, you know, there are palm trees and largs. He's trying to mm-hmm. throw us off the scent um, Christopher's burst my bubble He goes no, That can't be LA They're 8 hours behind us Well done Christopher oh, um, yeah, The time yeah. on the laptop photo Is 7 hours behind It could be Mountain Time USA Arizona etc uh, But lots of shouts for Tenerife People think that the Arthur Is uh, is hiding out in Tenerife So we will find out We will track this guy down That's and great isn't it? Do you know who it is no? No, I thought you, just, I you had a weird look in your face I there I could not keep a secret If I knew who that was It'd be out there There's absolutely no chance I know who that Darren is Darren Jones says Black Arthur is in Australia And it's Kenny Miller um, <laughs> would, would, it, would it be night time? Yeah it would be wouldn't it? Night time in Australia just now I assume Without knowing for sure One way or the other it must be Anyone? Nah I've lost you oh, no, no, You don't no, care no. anymore yeah. Oh, yeah. It's after midnight in Australia now Is it not? That's fine Yeah mm. middle of the night Can't be there Right Cross that off the list Get the passport looked out For the end of the it's year Good on him for sitting by the pool And listening to the show And <laughs> and going to the hard work Of calculating our percentages <laughs> Beat the pundit Well done to him Yeah we should send him a ball Surely or something Send us your address For all his hard work this season um, I'll tell you what I'm seeing some good answers Coming in on that teaser Just remind us once more Hugh I have played alongside Gary Dicker Jordi Alba And Lucas Zaluska And I have been managed By Gus Poyet And Derek McInnes I've won what was then The Scottish third division And I've signed With teams in Scotland England Spain India China Qatar And Japan Who am I? Gordon DL's got it <laughs> And what is that dance? Please never do that again um, Ah it's- the, was it was it my wee clue that gave it away? It's just it's all about knowledge. Was it the wee comment about the agent? Yeah, it's all about knowledge. Yeah. <laughs> I thought it was maybe that. What you want? No. Um, Figure you, it out yourself. You asking him to see his answer? He's saying show me. He, he won't show me. This is like high <laughs> school here. Yeah. Come, please show me. You're bottom of beat the pundit. You need to educate yourself a little bit more. <laughs> all right, we are in the closing stages of the games. Eighty-three gone at Ibrox. So we'll be we'll be there or thereabouts. 
By the way, it's just an, uh, an off point here. The groundsman at Ibrox must have spread it with birdseed because it, there has been non-stop pigeons on the pitch all day. All day. People tune into the show ah. for hard-hitting football analysis. You, we've gone from Kieran Lee to uh-huh. playing Kirby to what type of palm tree is that? To there must be birdseed <laughs> from the birdwatcher over here. Uh, it, it does look a bit like Pataudry, right? And if Mark Wilson's correct, you know you get used to the, <laughs> the seagulls. <laughs> yeah, like Barisic has run down the line dodging pigeons. Beat two seagulls and shoot. I've never seen so many birds since the day of DL and Par Lena Ibrox. <laughs> Hundreds. <laughs> you on the show, Hugh? Um, I can't remember how long you've been. You've been in isolation. Um, when, Ten weeks. When Mark revealed that he's got a new love for for bird feeding and he's got all the equipment out the back and so on, the fat balls. Well, no, he, I can't he, remember if he, he was here. Woke, woke Wilson. <laughs> I wouldn't call that woke. That I like. Uh, Feeding the birds But uh, that's entertaining Hugh Cammy Smith's got his second Morton nil air two So it looks like They'll leave Capelo With all three points Which means a grumpy George Bowie oh, oh, By the way Can he get any more grumpy oh, After his Twitter oh. account Got hacked Oh no During the night Half past two I think it came to light Or two a.m We shouldn't laugh It is very serious um, On Friday morning um, But he uh, Yeah so he wasn't happy Yesterday And as much as it's it's not funny and it is serious and whoever it was out there get a grip and you were writing some really inappropriate things that I wouldn't condone I I couldn't help but just a little bit of a chuckle because the the, the boss someone phoned them at two o'clock in the morning to tell them all about it and I just thought that was funny because when the phone goes at that time you must be thinking oh, right hold on yeah. Clyde One HQ is in flames like mm. this must be serious business and uh, someone was telling them that George is Twitter account has been hacked Just not the news I told you the first week I worked with George Bowie Oh yeah I, I got the application form For a gentleman's club Through the post I got mm. uh, an application For the Harvard Hair Clinic And I uh, got another one For a stairlift company All from Bowie Believe me See when we hook you up With Kieran Lee That stuff yeah. Will be a thing of the past <laughs> You'll need a stairlift Honestly Ben <laughs> Ben has been on Twitter we, Our listeners never fail to amaze me Ben is on Black Arthur is somewhere in the US It says so on the link on his laptop Someone oh, has zoomed in on the picture Oh, we're, 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 we're getting there wow, that's, Get that's Anna Carice on there <laughs> Anna Carice Is it Anna Carice? <laughs> used to go about in the helicopter <laughs> <laughs> Remember that show? What was that called again? I don't know, find Black Arthur I think it's Donald Trump He's got nothing Else to do else now. To do. Yeah, and he's listening to Super Scoreboard. Are you talking about chal- Challenge Annika? Ah, <laughs> <laughs> uh, she used to go everywhere finding all sorts of things. This is why you need to be here to keep him in check. Did you hear his the line of all lines last week when he um we were talking about your ideal dinner party Yes And who you would have along And Alex Ray said he would have Stevie Nicks yeah. And Gordon said Can't believe you've not got any females coming to the party <laughs> <laughs> Oh honestly It's a great idea that who would be yours Who would be yours then Because you wouldn't be here So you, it was last week's But they, we'll, we'll recycle it for you Can they be dead or alive? Yes two football though Two football two non-football That's the, the criteria uh, I would take Sir Walter uh, And Soonis uh, Great great Storytellers uh, Soonest is fabulous company uh, And two what? Non, non-football So anything uh, I'll take Van Morrison oh. And um, Leonard Cohen You're well, a big Leonard fan Yeah but Leonard's a bit he'd be, Yeah a bit slow at the table 
Um, uh, maybe, uh, maybe a Kate Bush. All right, okay. Didn't see that coming. I did not. I did not see that coming. Why not, Bush? Yeah, okay. Great, she was. Uh, oh, listen, St Mirren might be three 0 down and not a lot to play for, but Dylan Reed, the youngest ever player yeah. to play for St Mirren, was the stat Alison Conroy gave us. He only turned sixteen five days ago. Wow! This time last week, when we were talking rubbish about Stevie Nicks. He was but a 15-year-old officially. He's just turned 16 and he's coming on to be St Mirren's youngest ever player. Good, Good on for him. him. Good for him. Yeah, that's amazing. That. I mean, getting your debut at that age. I think I was talking about it in the show a couple of weeks ago, how it's, it's you don't see it that often now. You know, we still refer to players being young when they're 21, 21. and 22, but I'm sure Daz made... When did you make your 17? debut? 17. I was 17, I think. Andy Halliday was in the studio that day. He said six time off school, didn't he? Or time off school. So good to see and good luck to him. It's always good coming on at 3 0. Yeah, 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 yeah. Hugh, you said it earlier, you've got socks that are twice as age. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I've got LPs that are twice as old as he is. I've tried to work out how old I was when he was born. I'd been uh, 55 when, he, when well, he was born. The thing is, he will not know what an LP is. Yeah. So that, that probably highlights it. And being young, he probably doesn't know what socks are either. <laughs> there, there is every chance. And he ain't got a Nokia. No. That's for sure. <laughs> And he's certainly too young to know who Kieran Lee is <laughs> That's for sure <laughs> I'm not entirely sure about that But anyway uh, Replaced another relative youngster you know, uh, Ethan Erahon Who's one of the academy products at St Mirren Came through one of the performance schools as well um, So he's made way uh, for Kieran Mark, you're going to stop that We he do not him. care about the pigeons or the Better seagulls He keeps he pointing at the screen here <laughs> As if I'm meant to talk about these <laughs> pigeons <laughs> That are on the pitch at Ibrox Oh. Uh, honestly Do you know, the, the amount of tweets that we get The football versus non-football It's it's now outweighed completely I mean We're, we're getting colleagues in here Saying there's treasure hunt With Annika Rice Right okay Treasure Is hunt Is that what it was? Treasure hunt What sure Remember that Great <laughs> Absolutely great We'll get them Don't worry But there we go Bert Mackay says I'm listening over here in Northern Ireland For the first time in a while Since leaving Glasgow Brilliant shows ever I'm laughing like mad Kirby Black Panther And um Actors says <laughs> So there we go Jack Ross has had the old yellow card oh. uh, The managers are getting that these days Aren't they Stephen Gerrard You see that, that's the, another the reason Why Aberdeen's result is so poor Not result The, 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 the score at present Nil-nil They had a chance today To cut the gap between themselves and him To, to one point and, and move and try and finish third in the league If they draw nil-nil with the bottom team That's just another poor, poor performance from Aberdeen yeah, still goalless in that one, so we might get late drama. Um, we'll round off the second half teaser, and yeah, in fact, let's do that now, shall we, oh. Hugh Keevens? Are you ready? Yep. The second half teaser. With Monday's Scottish Sun. Free goals, pull out, and all the reaction to the weekend's games. I have played alongside Gary Dicker, Jordi Alba and Lucas Zaluska and I have been managed by Gus Poyet and Derek McInnes. I've won what was then the Scottish third division and I have played for teams in Scotland, England, Spain, India, China, Qatar 
and Japan. I am Fran Sandaza. Fran Sandaza. Well done if you got it right. Thank you so much to everyone who took part. A great response as always. Lewis Farmer, well done to you, Lewis. You were in third place. Murray Leckie just beat you to second, but the winner of the second half teaser is Martin Carr. Well done to you, Martin. We've got a full-time whistle as well. St Johnston against Hibbs. David Field, how did that finish? What a week for St Johnston. What a win today and what a goal from Liam Craig to give them the win over Hibbs. St Johnston you know, are still in with a chance of the top six, Gordon, but this will really give their chances a, a big boost ahead the next weekend, or the weekend after, sorry. It was a cagey first half, but Liam Craig lit up the game in 15 minutes with a wonderful strike. Callum Booth's cross was cleared him 25 yards out, and he killed a magnificent shot into the corner. After that, St Johnson were really happy to let Hibs have a go at them. Their defending was immense. Hibs did have chances, Christian Dodge, Paul Hanlon, Dodge again, uh, Josh Dodge, sorry, all had chances, all had good efforts, but Xander Clark was brilliant, the St Johnson defence were brilliant, one Liam Craig tackle in particular on Kevin Nisbet was unbelievable. Jack Ross isn't a happy man, he was booked by referee David Dickinson late on, he's now on the pitch remonstrating with him, he's not happy at all, but it's a good one for St Johnson, they still can make the top six for Hibs, nothing too much loss given Aberdeen are only drawn at Hamilton but they will really need to pick up form that's back to back defeats not good enough for Hibs full time St Johnson won Hibs nil. Uh, Peter Haring's just been sent off for Hearts late on we're getting some full time whistles it's also done at Ibrox Salison Conroy full time at Ibrox Rangers 3 St Mirren nil. Rangers on the brink of winning their first league title for 10 years as they're applauded off the pitch by the director's box including manager Stephen Gerrard it was Ryan Kent who gave them the lead in the 14th minute he turned and fired in from 22 yards Alfredo Morelos then doubled the lead just two minutes later putting the ball across St Mirren keeper Jack Anik and it crept in at the far post. Connor Goldson then headed just wide before the break before Yanis Hadji just a minute into the second half made it 3-0 firing in at the back post from Ryan Kent's cross. Jack Anik then had a couple of great saves in the second half to stop Rangers adding to their lead. He denied Ryan Kent and then he had a save to stop Jermaine Defoe adding to the scoreline as well. St Mirren only one real chance in the league the game but it was Dylan Conley who fired a cross goal as I watched the Rangers players running to my right so they can look outside the stadium through the gate as they're cheering the fans who have gathered outside the stadium again so Rangers on the brink of that league title it finished at Ibrox Rangers 3 St Mirren 0 and it is on Celtic don't do the business at Tannadice tomorrow Rangers will be champions it is that close after a 3-0 win have any of the other games uh, finished yet I'm not sure um, Hearts has finished at Tynecastle Fraser Hearts 1 Dundee 0 and it's a game that they deserve victory for Hearts but they made it hard for themselves they were 2 up Halfway through the second half, comfortable through goals from Halliday and Alnduye. But then they gave away a penalty, Jason Cummings scoring and had some close moments towards the end uh, to get the victory in Dundee, probably ruining a number of missed chances in the last 15-20 minutes of the match. That's about possession in the first half, struggled to create any chances. Goal came, 35 minutes, Alnduye's found space in the right, lovely chip cross, met by the head of Andy Halliday, diving header on the penalty spot, down and high into the net. The warning for Hearts came in 42 when Dundee midfielder Paul McGowan Hit a volley from 20 yards, it dipped to hit the bar, bounced down, and Paul McMullen, the winger coming in six yards out, the ball bounced, but he headed over the 
bar and it was a good chance he should have done better but it was all Hearts at the start of the second half 53 minutes amazing miss Hearts on the break Andre into the box on the right hand side miss hit his shot across the face a goal it eluded everybody and Gary Mackay Stephen open goal just wanted to side foot it into the net miss kicked and it was picked up by Jack Hamilton two minutes later Liam Boyce had a great chance a touch by, by Andre and the Irishman from 16 yards hit the bar but really it should have scored but the goal came the second one in 58 minutes Gary Mackay Stephen a low cross on the left hand side Andre's shot hit Jack Hamilton it rebounded hit the striker and bounced into the, the net a bit of luck and from then on it should be comfortable for Hearts but all of a sudden it became tough for them in 63 minutes a lifeline from Dundee from the spot Popescu tripped Anderson as the midfielder drove into the box no argument from Hearts and the ex-hip striker Jason Cummings stepped up to send Craig Gordon the wrong way Osmond so the ex-Hearts striker was thrown on and almost equalised immediately in 69 minutes Cummings low shot from the edge of the box it was fumbled by Craig Gordon so was onto the rebound quickly but Craig Gordon was up to block very quickly as well just to save his embarrassment Hearts from cruising now had to manage the game White for Andre playing with Boyce up front Dundee saw so threw on Olafabi he saw his shot from 18 yards saved by the legs of Gordon then in stoppage time Jason Cummings looped a header towards goal and everybody stood and watched including Craig Gordon and it dipped just over the bar and onto the top of the net still time in stoppage time for a red card for Peter Haring he only came on as a sub in 88 minutes was sent off after 93 for a tackle on Declan McDade it looked like a hard decision and then in the final final kick of the game Liam Fontaine shot straight at Craig Gordon from 12 yards and held his head in his hands because he should have scored the equaliser. But in the end, another step to the procession towards the title for Hearts. For Dundee, a bit to do in the remaining games of the season to secure a playoff place. Full time at 10 Castle, Hearts 1, Dundee 0. Hearts 2, Dundee 1, was it not? Sorry, Hearts 2, Dundee 1. <laughs> yeah. You got the one goal margin right, that's fine. Hearts with the victory. Let's go to Motherwell. It's finished that game against Livingston. Roger Hanna watched it. Yeah, Motherwell 3, Livingston 1, Gordon Motherwell saw 10 points clear of bottom place after the front men turned on the style once again for Graham Alexander. Devante Cole netted twice, including a first-half penalty, to surely secure the Premiership status for another year. And substitute Chris Long also hit the net after Livingston briefly threatened a comeback in the second half. Motherwell started really brightly, picking up from that win at Hibs last week. It was a short-headed back pass by Aaron Taylor. Sinclair seized upon by Jordan Roberts, a terrific save by Robbie McCrory. Motherwell recycled the ball, came across to the right-hand side in a shot by Stephen O'Donnell, again saved by McCrory to deny Motherwell an early breakthrough. They suffered when Tony Watt went off injured, Chris Long coming on after 23 minutes, but they didn't lose any momentum ending that bright start, and they took the lead deservedly after 31 minutes. A silly barge just inside the box by Matty Poplatnik floored Robbie Crawford, the former Livingston player. Easy decision for referee Colin Stephen. He pointed to the spot, and Cole easily tucked it away past Robbie McCrory for 1-0. Livingston rallied before the break. They could have level a terrific save by Liam Kelly to deny Poplatting a diving header after Nicky Devlin's long throw-in had been flicked on at the near post and then an injury time at the end of the first half after Tyler McGlory taken down Poplatting 25 yards out Josh Mullins curling free kick beat Kelly but hit the bar and flew to safety Livingston had a real go at the start of the second half on came Scott Pittman on came Alan Forrest off went Taylor Sinclair and Steve Lawson but it was Motherwell who scored next 2-0 after 59 minutes free kick by Jake Carlett hit the wall it spun up in the air Livingston just couldn't get it clear I think it was Barry Maguire who got the last touch feeding it through to Cole for a firm fierce finish past goalkeeper McCrory for 2-0 it looked as if the game at that stage was dead and buried but you never write off Livingston and they come back into the game just 60 seconds later Josh Mullins free kick on the right flicked on by John Guthrie and there was Jack Fitzwater with a diving stooping header at the back post heading it past Kelly for 2-1 
Then Guthrie is Livingston really and only Guthrie ahead of him. Craig Sibold's cross that flew just wide. But just when you thought Livingston were getting ahead of steam and with a chance of equalising, Motherwell took the game away from him again in 69 minutes. On the break, the ball actually went right the way through to goalkeeper McCrory. Roberts refused to let it let him take any touch. He managed to charge down the clearance. It fell kindly for long and he showed a really composed finish from the left-hand side of the box on the angle, lifting over McCrory and into the far side of the net for 3-1. Even in that, Livy had another go on came Scott Tiffany for Marvin Bartley. They gave it everything they can. Remember, they just need one more point to secure a top-six finish, but they'll need to get it in back-to-back home games against Hamilton and Hibs because Motherwell have won the day today. Motherwell 3, Livingston 1. It's also finished at Pitodry. Another goalless draw. Aberdeen nil. Hamilton Aki's nil It might turn out to be a good point for the Aki's On paper a difficult fixture They would have uh, taken it And they gain a point on Kilmarnock But not on Ross County It's finished there Ross County 3 Kilmarnock 2 um, Millen sent off Second yellow just before the end For Kilmarnock So we'll get you the full time picture from there soon But the lines are open Let's hear from you 0141 951 1025 What a big weekend this might well turn out to be tomorrow Rangers have done their bit A 3-0 victory against St Mirren That means if Celtic fail to win at Tannadice Rangers will be champions Let's hear from both sides Rangers fans How pleased are you? How does it feel to be on the brink? And Celtic fans How long can you delay it for? 01419511025 Give us a call The open line is next After the action It's your reaction 01419511025 Clyde One Super Scoreboards Open Line Hugh Evans, Mark Wilson and Gordon DL want to hear from you so pick up the phone and let us know what is on your mind Rangers fans it is within touching distance it was within touching distance already now it's even closer a 3-0 win against St Mirren means you will be crowned champions tomorrow afternoon if Celtic do not beat Dundee United at Tannadice so how are you feeling what did you make of the game today and what about that overall Picture Always good to hear from both sides though Celtic fans You do have the chance To Delay it Win the game tomorrow It will roll on to the meeting between the sides Win that And Rangers won't actually win the league for another month Because the league fixtures uh, Are scheduled in A bit down the line So how are you feeling about it all Celtic fans Rangers fans I'm sure you can almost uh, Taste it It's that close um, And what about elsewhere Motherwell perhaps the big winners down the bottom Well Ross County would certainly put a claim to that as well um, Aberdeen What is going on with Aberdeen Another 0-0 Against Hamilton Ackies. Um But Hibs couldn't capitalise They lost uh, At St Johnson as well Lots going on tonight Hugh Evans. Yeah of course uh, At the end of the game Gordon the Rangers fans As Alison Conroy reported Going uh, Outside the ground Gathering there again We have to be careful with this I I said at the start of the programme I do understand what is going on The the release of 10 years worth of pent up frustration I fully understand it However, we are living in a time Where we're being asked not to gather in numbers Because it runs the risk of being What they call a super spreader uh, Of COVID-19 And the Rangers players went to the fans Went off the park and went to the fans I fully understand that it's a great moment for Rangers But we need to be careful There's a watching government here And we have to tell UEFA by the 7th of April Whether we are able to allow 25% of Hamden to be occupied When we play our first Euro 2020 tie The watching government will look at these crowds gathering Outside of Ibrooks And will not be impressed On the pitch, Mark Wilson in the hunt for the title It could barely be closer 
Yeah, it could the hunt for the title. It could be barely closer. It's yeah. getting there. Oh, it's, it's getting there. Sorry, I thought you. Sorry, I thought you. mean challenge for the title. No. I thought you were having a joke. Yeah, yeah. Touching distance. The Rangers players obviously think it is done, even though they need something to happen tomorrow or get a point at Celtic Park. And Hughes, right? They are elated, but they have to be careful uh, in terms of their fans. Um, at the bottom, huge result if you're a Kilmarnock fan. Um, beat 3-2 by Ross County Puts you right at the bottom of the table With Hamilton getting that point A convincing win today Gordon No doubt about that Comfortable uh, Got off to the perfect start Gordon Two quick goals uh, Then right after half time uh, Literally what about a minute Or two minutes on the clock They get the third goal Kills the game off McGregor makes a great save To get another clean sheet As well uh, They celebrated the end I agree with you You've got to watch what you're doing They've not won the league yet, but we all know it's over a line. I've just got the funny feeling, and it'll be interesting to hear if any Celtic fans the same. I think Celtic will beat Dundee United, and I think we're in for a real build-up to Celtic Park. 0141-951-1025. Craig is in Moody's Burn. Craig, sum up how it feels to be a Rangers fan tonight. Fantastic. Um, didn't expect to go on that quite, Gordon, <laughs> to be honest. But yeah, Fantastic. Um, I was over at the stadium earlier today, and it was it was fantastic. Um, I've, I've I've witnessed a lot of false dawns over the last couple of years. You know, I remember um, being caught up in the whole Mark Warburton thing and going for fifty five and all that kind of palaver. Looking back, it was farcical. Um, you know, Joey Barton, Nico Cranch, or some of the teams lined up with against Celtic, you know, like Sir Rob Kiernan and Lee Hodgson, no disrespect to them, but never Rangers title winning players in a million years. Um, I was just saying to the producer there, you know, I've heard um, people saying, oh, Stephen Gerrard, he'll be tempted down south, there'll be a big job down south. He openly said he wasn't ever going to play for anybody else apart from Liverpool, so I could be wrong, I've been wrong in this programme many a time, but I can't see him managing against Liverpool, and I think like I say, I was over at the stadium today and I think a lot of players, Cedric Kitten, some of the new players will be thinking, wow, you know, what's Ibrox going to be like in a Champions League night if that's what it's like when we haven't even won the league yet? Uh, that was that was ten years of that was ten years of hurt over there today. I was I seen people in tears. Um it was amazing. It was amazing. I mean, I Hugh, this does sort of take us back to, to what you said already. Where, I mean, as a show, we I, I cannot condone Craig or fans breaking lockdown restrictions to go. I, I'm not allowed to go anywhere. We are not allowed to go anywhere. We're not allowed to do these things. We're not allowed to gather. What we do qualify that with, and we've always said this, is that we are primarily a football show. So we get the emotion. We get that. We get the. We get the want to, to go and do it. Obviously can't condone it how, how could you You're not allowed to do it No There are Two sides to the story We fully understand The football element The, the passion The ten years of frustration I've, I've touched upon it Time after time after time It is human nature For the Rangers fans To be so delighted uh, About the re-emergence From a decade of disaster However There is another side to this And I go back to the UEFA argument we are being watched by UEFA. We are being watched by Nicholas Sturgeon and Jason Leach. And we have to let UEFA know, the SFA have to let UEFA know by the 7th of April if Hamden and therefore the city of Glasgow will be available to house Euro 2020 matches. The watching government, the medical professor will not 
tolerate gatherings of this sort uh, On the football side of it Gordon DL That's the bit that Craig that, that we can certainly get on board with I'm sure Craig speaks for all the Rangers fans When he says it, it feels special to him Oh no wonder Gordon um, They've witnessed an absolutely sensational season uh, You know the fact that they're still going to Played 32 games already Not lost any uh, Clean sheet is, is incredible The run in Europe's been Absolutely brilliant Still going So if you're a Rangers fan uh, You can say that You've actually done it in style As much as people will say that Celtic have been poor this season Everything has happened to them Even if they were on top of their game They'd have had to really go something To match what Rangers have done this season Craig would you rather Celtic drop points tomorrow And win it as soon as possible Or would you rather get the chance To win it against them In a couple of weeks time Ordinarily, any other you know season, I'd say I'd love to win at Parkhead. I've I've been there, you know, ninety nine. I was only thirteen. Um, I've I've seen that done. I think in any other circumstances, you know, the the bragging rights. I say, yeah, when it's Celtic Park. Last ten years, I think I would love for them to drop points tomorrow and just, you know, the next two weeks will just be gloating and celebrating and just you know, and then guard on or guard on or no guard on, it doesn't matter. But um, the, the final thing I wanted to say was, you know, throughout the season there's been this stuff about COVID, Celtic missing players, you know, would Rangers cope without blah blah blah. Just wanted to point out we've been out without Morelis, we've been without Roof, we've been without Aribo, we're currently without a captain and actually scoring more goals um than he than we were grinding out one 0 wins and we're currently without a captain and playing sensational stuff. You know, it's just as I said, yes, you know, there's obviously controversy about, you know, outside the stadium and get all that, but this is a culmination and, you know, it's, it is it is because of what happened, you know, in 2012 and all the false dawns, as I say, and just this for me is more special. I know it's a big thing to say, but it's more special than watching Walter win nine in a row for me. Is it really? Yeah, is that the way? Just because of what's gone on, you know, since twenty twelve, is that the way you feel about it? Yeah, absolutely. I mean, I'm thirty four. I've seen nine in a row. I've seen Walter winning three in a row, famously with no dough, as we said. Uh, I've seen Manchester. This is this tops it all. Tops it all because we heard all we heard for nine years was ten in a row, ten in a row, ten in a row, and. I've been on the programme many a times. I said, give Stephen Gerrard time. He's building something really unique. He's got the base. I mean, we always hear the, the spinier team. He's got a good spinier team. He just needs a couple of additions, which he's done this season, and kick on. I remember being on in June, saying Joe Aribo playing further forward. Little things, little things. And I remember Hugh saying, managers in Glasgow don't get time. This is what happens when they get time. I wonder if today, in some ways, sort of summed up Rangers' season. Where it was a yet another clean sheet Which the season's kind of been built on You've got Alfredo Morelos Who you just cannot keep out the headlines For whatever reason Popping up with a goal uh, Ryan Kent producing a, a bit of magic You know we saw We saw a lot today Which is kind of representative Of what Rangers have done all season Yeah I would say so And even if you add Hadji Into that as well Scoring the final goal And he's been a guy who Again has come in for some criticism But has come up with big goals At times and that has been the difference from Rangers They weren't reliant on one player up front As in Morelos to get them the goals It was a team effort Roof chipped in when he needed to When Morelos went off the boil You had Kent chipping in When the others around him weren't doing it And you had Hadji coming in and playing a crucial point A couple of months ago So they've all put their shoulder to the wheel And they've come out 
the other side were an outstanding season and you can only give them credit and the defensive side I, I touch on it almost every week is remarkable to get clean sheet after clean sheet especially when you're cruising in games like today not to take your eye off the ball and stay where firmly they, concentrated where they've been impressive Mark you've got to say is people talk about a team it's a squad this year Gordon how many times especially after Europe at the weekend as Steven Gerrard made four or five changes nothing's changed everyone's played their part the subs mm. You don't see them fall now You don't see them going in halves They know they're a part of a squad They know where they want to go Well even within that Even within that squad And within the discussions About the depth that they had Everyone kind of Assumed that Tavernier was the one Irreplaceable Maybe Barisic as well but, Oh we don't really have anyone there But as um as Craig pointed out, I mean, he, he even he's not available at the moment, and it's it's not yeah, making much difference. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, it doesn't matter who is out the team. You don't. They've they've not really missed them. You know, if you look at other teams, when your main players are out, the first thing you do is saying, "Oh, we're missing X, Y, and Z." Rangers don't do that. They just bring in the other players, and they, they've got quality in every position just now. And you've got to say they've been absolutely brilliant. Their season's still up and running You're looking at the Scottish Cup You're looking at Europe So there's still plenty out there For the Rangers fans to enjoy And Craig Hugh saying This this feels better This means more It feels more special Than watching Walter Smith Lift nine in a row What does that tell you? Uh, what it tells me Is that The years spent Going to Peterhead And to Annan And Stirling Albion With no disrespect To any of those clubs But Rangers were turning up in all sorts of places that you never thought Rangers would play football matches in. Uh, and they couldn't even get out of the championship at the first goal. Your own team, Motherwell, scored six goals against Rangers over two legs. This has been a decade that I never thought in my lifetime I would ever see where Rangers went into administration, liquidation, the bottom tier of Scottish football, suffered all of the indignities. I understand exactly what Craig is going on about The only point again I must make The gatherings are dangerous uh, 01419511025 Of course it is not one yet And I get why there's that outpouring of, of feeling The Rangers fans know it's pretty much there um, and, and it's going to be soon um, But we're waiting to see what Celtic do tomorrow And of course um, Later on if it needs to be uh, When Celtic play Rangers Let's bring in Thomas in Dalmarnock What's your point tonight Thomas? How you doing, lads? Okay. Uh, yes, I'm very happy. Good. I just I feel for the players because they probably maybe not witnessed some of the best experiences they'll ever get in football with the main supporters because I've lost a brother this year. I wasn't able to see him. So I know it was all about... I, I was all the other day. And I, was, I know I've heard the saying Nicola Sturgeon's watching. Well, that's OK because Nicola will probably forget about it the next day. She'll probably look at everything else. I think the la- the last thing Super Scoreboard needs is to debate that. Come on, let, let's let's not open that can of worms, Thomas. I'll be here till midnight. I know it's a wee bit tongue in cheek because she's seen to forget everything else. Oh, no, anyway. I, I, I got the reference. I'm just saying. Right. Anyway, Rangers have got the biggest the biggest support in Scotland. It's going to be so difficult to keep the Rangers supporters in, and I include myself in that because I'm in the shadow of that. They'll just do for Parkhead, which is. Predominantly Rangers or in about the areas, Bridgeton, the Marlott, Deniston. And even the Rangers don't get a guard on, or they'll probably get a guard on of the Rangers fans that day. I just feel for the players because they've deserved it, Stephen Gerrard. But I know what Hugh's saying about Zephyr's watching, this is watching. Well, I don't know if they're there, but they might be now. But, but 
you can't, I'd certainly can't blame the fan because I wasn't able to see my brother and he's one of the best Rangers supporters ever. And I'm emotional about it all and I just can't wait to see my team winning again. And for everybody, you know, because the fans have been an absolute credit for 10 years. They've followed them everywhere. And they've, even during the right, difficult times. And uh, and it's a, it's a pity what's happening, but we're going to enjoy it. That's all I'll say. I'll certainly going to enjoy it. I mean, we're we're going to be in danger of of kind of going round in circles in this. I like to be able to add something new, but it's pretty straightforward. I mean, from from this show's perspective, how on earth can we possibly condone that? You're not allowed to gather. You're not allowed to even meet. Any, we're allowed to meet what one person outdoors at the moment So obviously you can't do it But Hugh Keevans has said And the guys have echoed it We understand it We all get very emotional about our football teams Rangers fans through the mire over the last decade So we we get it But obviously you can't do it You're not meant to do it And I'm not really sure how we take that discussion much further I feel like we've made that point quite clearly Hugh So I, I don't know how we, we keep repeating it Well we have raised the subject And we have made our feelings known And this is not to be critical of it a football club It is to be Aware of What's going on In the country Full stop I mean Gordon The, the thing about it is that There is that other Big discussion about What's happening on the pitch There's a title there I mean I, I get that this is going to Distract some people um, and, and Thomas is right Fans can't Can't witness that We kind of saw that with Whatever Whatever your team achieved Last season Whether it was promotion Or Celtics nine in a row Or whatever Life's just a bit different Can't celebrate it um, The way they used to Interesting What do you think Is going through The Rangers players heads Right Because they They clearly feel like It's I mean it's done yeah. And I think most people agree They're They're celebrating They're, they're Kind of shouting out the, the dressing room window You can see footage of that On our Twitter feed um, But like we said If Celtic win tomorrow It's then two weeks Before they play again mm-hmm. Before they, they come up Against each other And I know there are loads Of ifs here if, if Celtic were to win that Rangers wouldn't actually win the title for over a month just because of the way the the, the 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 fixtures are scheduled. But the players clearly feel like they're there. You can see that in the reaction. Oh yeah, the reaction today was incredible, Gordon. It was like the league was actually officially won, which is not just now. Uh, it's just a case of when. We all know that. I do feel sorry for the players a little bit because there's a lot of players there. This is their first major honour. And there are no supporters in Ibrox Normally today That place would have been Absolutely bouncing It would have been packed to the rafters So I do feel for them But they've still You know To get to the stage where If it was me And I was involved in Rangers just now As a player I would love nothing better To go to Celtic Park one league If you want to be absolutely pedantic Rangers have got 88 points that's the title, the total that Celtic can get if they win all seven of their remaining games, eighty-eight points. But Rangers have a goal difference better by twenty-six. Therefore, you could argue tonight they've won it on goal difference. However, as we all know, we'll go to Tannadice tomorrow. We'll see what happens there, mm. and we will take it from there. But there is absolutely no doubt in this world. That Rangers are the champions And for that Congratulations are due to Stephen Gerrard If you're a Celtic player Mark Can can you use any of that You might know that it's done And you're not going to win it But can you watch that tonight and go Look they're acting like this is won already Let's let's go out in the next couple of games And show them that there's you've a, got a bit of life left I think you've got to I, I touched on it earlier That uh, the only kind of shining light for Celtic From now to the end of the season Well one is if you're in favour of John Kennedy in that dressing room Which I probably know there will be people who are attached to John Will win these games to put him in the best place to get the job And two 
Look at them celebrating Let's take that unbeaten run Away from them Let's take that invincible tag Away from them It's only the Celtic players That can do that They need to keep the league uh, Or, or at, at rumbling on Should I say Until Rangers come to Celtic Park And say Go ahead and beat us Because we'll have a right go back at you And try and take the unbeaten record But it'll be incredibly hard We've seen Rangers chop and change their team Almost every week With the same results Celtic Have been so uncertain um, This year that Listen, you went bank and Celtic winning tomorrow, never mind in two weeks' time, but it's got to be the aim for John Kennedy and Stephen McManus to get the players fired up for that occasion on the 21st. Yeah, it's just a waiting game, Gordon. Everyone mm. knows that, that it's pretty much done, and Hughes outlined it with the, the goal difference. He mm-hmm. just said it a couple of minutes ago, so everyone gets that. For Celtic, it's, it's probably just about time. Can you can you push it back as far as you can? And it, it's just it's a quirk of the scheduling, you know, the official coronation, if you like, would be somewhere down the But only if Celtic can do their bit. Which yeah. they've not done often enough this season Well They've changed their manager uh, John Kenny's in charge He's putting himself in place To try and get it permanently Whether Celtic fans agree with that or not That's not my decision Being selfish Gordon Really being selfish as a football person I do think Celtic will win Merit tomorrow against Dundee United I think they will go up there and win I don't think it'll be easy But they'll win And I just look forward to the competition Because Rangers go to Celtic Park And people say Well I'd love to win it there Celtic have got that As Mark says Get that um, chance To try and salvage Something out of poor season By saying Well you're not going to win the title here It's so much excitement I just love the fact That's what it could be But uh, Who's right Rangers are the champions They deserve it Everything they've done this year Has been absolutely brilliant for James them. is in Paisley And he's coming up next Games are over. The talking begins. 0141-951-1025. Clyde One Super Scoreboards Open Line. Hugh Evans is back in the building. I mean, we've locked him away in his own wee studio. He's miles away, but he's here, which is good. We've let him back out the house for the first time in 10 weeks, and he's waiting to take your call. Gordon DL and Mark Wilson are here as well. As we reflect on a huge day of Premiership action at the bottom, Motherwell in many people's minds will be safe now, given that three, um, three-one win against Livingston. But what a win for Ross County, beating their relegation rivals Killy, uh, an old-fashioned relegate relegation six-pointer in that one, and the Staggies came out on top. Oh one four one nine five one one zero two five at the top, of course. Rangers doing the business, which means if Celtic don't win at Tannadice tomorrow. Rangers will be crowned champions. I was just about to bring in a call that's disappeared. I think it was James um, in Paisley, so we'll get him back on. Uh, don't forget, we are on Twitter as well, at Clyde SSB. And very soon, we'll be starting to hear from the managers um, from today's games. Let's bring in James. Hi, James. Hi, boss. How you doing? All good. What's your point tonight? I actually had a point about Nathan Patterson, right? But see where I was hanging on before, I was kind of listening to Mark. And the boys talking about obviously Rangers going to um, the other side of Glasgow to get the result he needed. And I'm a wee quick analogy, right? See, do you know what it feels like this year? It feels like, see, when I was younger, I broke my leg, right? I've got younger boys like, two years younger than me, right? And when I broke my leg, my younger brother, you know, he used to always take little punches at me because you knew I couldn't catch him, right? But then as soon as my leg healed, right, he was back in his place, which is number two. That's, that's how Celtic are, they're just back in their place now, do you know what I mean? But my point, my point on Nathan Patterson is, he's nine, he's nineteen years old, right? And what a, what a return for that boy! What he's, he's done exactly what you'd expect for a season pro. 
he made a mistake and he went out and done the business on the park. He didn't need to do any of the antics off the park, which we've watched Scott Brown get away with for a long time, right? But aye. But the young boy said, Wait, you talk, Are you talking about going to a, a party during the lockdown? Scott Brown's been guilty of many things. I don't recall that one. That wasn't what I was saying at all. What I'm talking about is he didn't have to do any of the showboating stuff outside of football, running about just getting elbows in, you know what I mean? Just I thought you were talking about Nathan Patterson, it. no? Yep, that's what I, exactly what I'm talking about. So I'm saying he doesn't have to do this stuff outside of that. He just went out and he played football, and he played football brilliantly. And that's how he got himself back in the team. I really don't know what Scott Brown's got to do with this at all. Well, you know, don't give it that much attention then. What about Nathan Patterson? He's, uh, clearly, he's in a very, it's been quite a story in the last couple of yeah, weeks. Yeah, clearly uh, another story of the sort that hasn't emerged at Rangers for a long time. Um, here we have a product of the academy. Uh Still in his teens uh, Who clearly has a massive future ahead of him um, In the short term He may yet have to face an SFA punishment Because what he did is no different from what Jordan Jones and George Edmondson did And they were suspended for seven games So Patterson is a, a, without doubt A major talent in the making Can only get better uh, And is a valuable asset for Rangers And well done them for discovering someone like that I can't disagree with you there On his assessment of Patterson I think he's got to be a starter boy I think he's got everything in his locker uh, He's been a lucky boy Because the reason he's in the team Is because the captain got injured uh, He's been patient He had to wait his chance And when obviously Everything that happened He may have thought that Chance had gone Gordon But he got a second chance And when you do that You've got to make the best of it And you've got to hand it to the lad He's been absolutely terrific And he has got a big future It's going to be quite a, a story to watch Mark Because, well, Hugh's right Short term, is there a Scottish FA ban coming? If so, we might not see too much more of him Between now and the end of the season um, Then in the bigger picture James, If James Tavernier stays How much game time does mm. does Nathan Patterson get? Um, if he goes, if Tavernier goes Would Patterson be... Ready to, to jump straight in And take his place There's obviously International recognition Potentially Scotland could be doing With a, a young yeah, up and coming Right yeah. back It's going to be It's going to be an interesting one to watch It will be uh, The next probably Six, seven months So it will be crucial In Nathan Patterson's career And James Tavernier Probably does hold The key for that as well Because look, Let's be honest If James Tavernier is fit um, He plays um, The majority of the games And then Nathan Patterson Maybe scratching his head Thinking where's my game time coming from I think he's done great When he's got back in the team I think uh, Listen I, I certainly had question marks About him Earlier on the season Because He was just a name substitute He made fleeting appearances But I'd never seen enough of him To go Yeah he's a he's a standout But I think when he's He's got his chance Away in Europe Earlier in the season He came in and played right back uh, Away to Poznan mm-hmm. I think it was Did very well and this run of games I think he's been outstanding um, So it's an interesting time for him Like you say Gordon Scotland Looking for a right back as well Nobody's really nailed that place down If you're playing right back for Rangers Week in week out In the next six months You've got every chance uh, Let's bring in David and Gifnock And see what he's got for us How are you feeling tonight David? Not bad lads How are you feeling? Not bad at all Not bad Talk us through well, then What did you make of it today? Hugh stole my thunder a wee bit When he correctly pointed out that the maximum points that Celtic can get now is 88, and that's what we're on. Mm-hmm. So, for us to lose that league now, we'd need to lose the next all our games. Celtic would need to win all our games, and they'd need to start winning them by significant margins to 
come over the goal difference. So it's just not going to happen. I've not met anyone who thinks it is going to happen, Hugh. I, no. I genuinely cannot think of anyone. And um, I think the only point we were making is is the the time. But just, yeah. It's a weird quirk of the fixtures that, and, and being official, that's all we're saying. No Some one's managers saying would always say to you on a night like this, ah, uh, yeah, you can talk to me about a twenty six difference 26 goal difference between us and Celtic uh, but I'm not accepting it that's fine we need to play this match at Tannadice tomorrow and then it's how the season finishes do Celtic beat Rangers once or twice do Rangers beat Celtic twice Uh, how does the season end but without doubt Rangers are tonight the champions but it's the complexion of the season from now until May Bit is important now And Mark It's that bit that's been getting Chipped away Remember it was Oh well Celtic have got these games in hand So we'll, we'll, ne- we'll need to wait and see And um, And then You know then it was Well first of all it was you know, Will Rangers kind of collapse in January Sort of thing And we need to play them again And then it's, it's They've got the games in hand And Slowly but surely That bit's been getting chipped away And until now All that's left is you, you, when is it official? Is it tomorrow? Or, or you know that—that's all that's left. That's all the intrigue yeah. that's left. Yeah, Rangers have have ticked every box as they go. The big, the big question, and we said it in this show. There were there was question marks over Rangers, you know, returning in January after uh, the break. Would they be the same team at the turn of the year as they were in the first half? And rightly so, because last season the collapse it was it was well documented, and they ticked that box. You're right. The games in hand. Ticked off from Celtic Managed to keep on this run And today Well you saw the players Understood Where they They stood in all this At the time Where they went Ran to the corner They know themselves It's over It'll be an interesting week Now if Celtic won tomorrow At Tannadice It will be an interesting Couple of weeks In the build up to that Because Rangers Will go to Celtic Park Totally relax You know They know it's done Totally relax And that makes for a dangerous team Go To on. play against I was just, just going to say That the, the Scottish government Have issued a statement of sorts Yeah A statement from a, a Scottish government spokesperson Saying we're extremely disappointed Supporters have gathered at Ibrox today At this crucial stage Of suppressing the virus The actions of this minority Of individuals Jeopardises the safety Of other supporters The police on duty And the wider community We will continue to engage With Police Scotland And the club What did you make of the the, the performance today, David, was that is that the type of performance you've been seeing all season, really? Aye, it was good. I'm glad they I'm glad they got it done over and done in the first half because usually it's a heart attack material. Yeah. Can I make one wee point about uh, ten in a row? If you want, yeah, of course. So this will maybe give you a debate for the next few days, right, my mate Mark? He's a big big Celtic fan, so I've had this non-stop for the past decade, right? But when you look at it objectively. Ten in a row was never the great achievement it's been made out to be because half of those titles were won when it was won by default. You had a two-horse race, you take one of the horses away, of course that other horse is going to win in the race. So it was never ever that great an achievement. It was an achievement, but never the way it was. It never David against Goliath. I like how David described that as being objective. Yeah, you yeah. Fact, cast in stone, <laughs> the, everyone well, must agree. Here, here is my response to David. A league does not go into a state of suspended animation Because one team in that league Mismanaged their own affairs All the way to administration and liquidation If Rangers were not in the league That was Rangers' fault Created by their own mismanagement of the club's affairs Celtic can only play in the league Which comprises the teams who are in it at any given stage If Rangers were not there 
that mm. was entirely their fault. Thank you to David. That was, Both callers are from Gifnock, so it's confused me here. I think that was David in Gifnock. Yeah, let's bring in Mark, who's also in Gifnock. See what he's got for us. Hi, Mark. Hiya. Hiya. Just, uh, first of all, just uh, listening to Hugh there, you mentioned, I think you mentioned Annan and Forfer and a few clubs. I remember phoning the show throughout the years, being at these places at the away games and this result really is just it brings back all these memories. So this 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 title win is as much for ourselves as it is for people we've lost like the great Sandy Jarden, people like that, Fernando Dixon. So a lot of people that are, you know, will be doing the bouncy up there, believe me. But the fun times are only just beginning is what we believe so just to say to supporters obviously stay away enjoy it at home um, we are going to beat COVID soon please God and do you know what we're going into our 150th year after the summer and the club's got big big plans for that and I'm certain that the likes of Steve Davis and Alan McGregor will be staying for another year and we'll be, the club will be in the Champions League which is huge money and um, it's just just a wonderful time to be a Rangers supporter, and I think we'll only go from strength to strength now. When did you start b- believing this was definitely happening, Mark? I mean, the, the players are celebrating; they, they've got it wrapped up, and it pretty much is. Everyone acknowledges that. When did you start to feel that it, it was definitely on? Uh, two things have happened in, in, in relation with each other, because really, since August September, we've been outstanding, absolutely outstanding. We went seven, eight games without conceding a goal, so. Since November, to be honest. But the other thing that I didn't think we would see the way we've seen it is a complete collapse of, of Celtic Football Club from top to bottom. I mean, that, that's something that has had nothing to do with Rangers. We, we are not involved in that. We, we haven't contributed to that. Um, but to, to see a, a boardroom that seems to have total anarchy, the players that want out, you look at the likes of, just, I've got a lot of friends that are Celtic supporters, you look at the likes of Incham, I know he's away just now, and you've got Edward and Christie, I don't think they look like they want to be there. And it just seems that they've collapsed from top to bottom. And there's no point, what's the point in bringing in a director of football and a, and a, a new CEO and a new manager at the end of the season? It takes six months a year to settle. So I think next year, as I say, from the summer, we're going into 150 years. And I just think that it's, it's, it's a long way back for them. Yeah, I mean, Hugh, it has been the perfect combination for Rangers. When, when people talk about things that have gone wrong at Celtic, you then get accused of saying, oh, don't take anything away from Rangers. We would have won it anyway. And maybe they would. They have been brilliant. But but two things can be true at the same time. And it's not like Rangers... If, Maybe it would you know gone to the last day, oh. and people say you get over the line and brilliant you know well done Rangers that was dramatic and the Celtic fans would maybe they'd have been upset but they've had to accept that but Celtic haven't been in this title race no. and then even non football directly you know results um, Dubai and transfers and Neil Lennon and Peter Lawler and all the rest of it it's just been the perfect combination if you're a Rangers fan and the worst combination if you're a Celtic fan uh, without doubt football as it relates to Celtic and Rangers has a funny way of having history repeat itself when Rangers started by Graham Soonis but mainly a Walter Smith triumph when Rangers won nine in a row Celtic went through manager after manager uh, the club was taken over by Fergus McCann in 1994 uh, and Celtic were in a dreadful state So Rangers got their nine in a row But not ten Thanks to Vim Jansen and Murdo McLeod Then when Celtic got their nine Created by Neil Lennon Gordon Strachan Ronnie Dyla Brendan Rogers, And then Neil Lennon again uh, Rangers collapsed 
and went into administration and liquidation. So it's a funny way of history repeating itself. But there is no doubt that at this moment, Rangers are stable in every way from the boardroom to the dressing room. Stability and strength and depth. Equally, there is no doubt that from the boardroom to the dressing room, Celtic at the moment are in disarray and there are major appointments that have yet to be made, director of football and manager, which will help dictate the way everyone at Celtic and Rangers goes on from here. Thank you to Mark. If you want to hear what Stephen Gerrard had to say after today's game, I'll let you hear it next. After they play... You have your say 0141 951 1025 Clyde One Super Scoreboards Open Line uh, Mark Wilson, Hugh Keevans and Gordon Diel in the studio All waiting to hear from you 0141 1025 uh, We are on Twitter as well At Clyde SSB Let's bring in Stephen and Coke Bridge Hi Stephen My point is, is If the title's not won yet I'm a Rangers supporter But the title's not won yet um, as fans are celebrating like it is A few I'm, I'm correct me if I'm wrong But a few of you guys Have seen Well Done Rangers And Well Done Gerard. I'm not sure who it was But I'm sure I heard that On the panel um, My opinion is, is Nothing's won yet We need to wait For Celtic to win tomorrow Or lose And then we can take it from there We go to Parkhead next week And if, part, if we get beat At Celtic Park We have a tricky game When it comes to the split and no game is easy when it comes to this split, like for instance, London away or Hibs away. So it's just my thing, and there's a lot of people celebrating it's already done. And the players to come out today um, go to the back gate and start celebrating as it's with one of the titles, as my eyes is wrong. Well, I mean, it's pretty much done, though, Stephen, isn't it? I know what you're saying, and the actual date can, can be delayed, but because of the goal difference, I mean, it, I don't know if I can put a percentage on it 99 point something, but by all intents and purposes, it's done, is it not? It's not done until we've actually won the title. It's not done. There's one point left for Rangers to win and to get, and still not done. Mm. Yeah, but there's there's not really, though, Hugh, because of that that goal difference. Stephen's guilty of a contrived form of pessimism here. Uh, Gary McAllister went with the players to the back gate, as Stephen describes it. Gary McAllister, Stephen Gerrard's assistant. They celebrated as if the title had been won because it had been won. I fully appreciate that there will come the arithmetical certainty if Celtic drop any points at Tannadise tomorrow. But I repeat, Stephen's guilty of a contrived form of pessimism. There isn't anyone who really believes that the league still has some mileage left in it. No one apart from Stephen. Is that not the point, Stephen? It just feels to the Rangers players, management and most fans, apart from yourself, that, that that's it. That it's, that that's just the way they feel. The title is We will win the title mm-hmm. But it's when it's, We still need that one more point To get over the line So I do, I do believe We will win the title Definitely But it's when it's, it's, We've not won it We haven't won the title today. Simple as We yeah. haven't won the title I mean, I mean he's right that, That's a fact And mm. I couldn't possibly Argue with that Gordon Because it's a fact yeah. um, But th- th- Those types of discussions Are usually saved for if you had a situation where it could go wrong from here and the Rangers might not win and you think, why on earth are you celebrating it? Because you might not win it. You're you free really to celebrate it simply because it is over a line, Gordon. Yeah, okay. oh, but it's not, remember. Yeah, I know I know. Stephen's been a bit negative there saying we still... No, he's, he's just accurate. Yeah, he's accurate. But let's be honest, goal difference, and he's talking, I don't know why he's talking about Livingston away, Hibs away. It's not going to make any difference. Rangers are the champions, it's as simple as that. And if Stephen wants to wait for that 
Official confirmation Official confirmation That is entirely up to him But as far as everybody concerned And Celtic supporters Celtic mm. players, staff They'll tell you the same thing Well it could be tomorrow Stephen of course If Celtic don't win at Tannadice What would you rather? Would you rather that happens And then it's out the way quickly? Or would you rather go and get a victory against them The next time you meet? Yeah I would rather get the title wrapped up as soon as possible Then we can start celebrating as we have won it I do understand what he's talking about mathematically with points and stuff. Yeah, but my opinion is it's just wait until we have got that final point and then we, when Nicholas says we can go to Ibrox and celebrate, then celebrate. But right now we have the titles we still need that point to be claimed as champions. Okay, thank you very much to Stephen uh, from Coat Bridge. Let's hear a little bit from Stephen Gerrard after the game today. The performance was really strong, I thought it was really mature. But it was important that the players sort of connected with that, but at the same time remembered what we had to do. And a real big monumental day for the club. This is probably the most three important points we've we've delivered because um, obviously we'll, we'll try and stay humble. It's tough because we're, we're so close. I've just walked into a really happy dressing room, as you can imagine, because we know how close we are now. And it's important that fans try to stay humble and safe that's the priority is always fan safety and people's safety anything inside you or any part of your heart can understand what these fans have been through obviously safety is paramount at the moment but it is tough it's tough because it has been an emotional three years for me and obviously the fans have a lot in 10 years so you can certainly understand it let's speak to George in Motherwell hi George hi panel how are you doing oh good here George how are you more importantly I'm good, I'm good. I'm just glad in another three points today. Um, another great performance. Um, I've got a couple of points. One of the points was, I was way back at the beginning of the season um, when we beat Celtic in the first game of the, 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 the season and I spoke to Hugh and I think he'll remember, I said, we're going to win this title this year and the reason, my big reason was the depth of our squad at that point when I had seen that and how we played. Now, looking back over the, the course of the season, there's been, I would say, three players, and it, it goes through the, the spine of the team. Alan McGregor, Connor Goldson, Stephen Davis, and then like Alfredo Morelos made the fourth as a striker. But we knew it was going to be a tough season ahead, but I just knew there was some there that this squad were capable because he had put them together the year before, and he knew he only needed to tweak the team that wee bit. And a lot of people will say that it's down to Celtic's feelings. It's not. It's down to the way that Steven Gerrard had this team up and this team to stop 10 in a row. Now, we've done that. We are we're at touching distance. We need a point. But this is going to happen. And this is a big, monumental season. And I would just like to thank Dave King, John Gilligan and Paul Murray. Because if it wasn't for these three guys, we wouldn't be standing on the brink of stopping 10 in a row. Rangers, from a football perspective, is a big story. Uh, you know the, the the team, the strength and depth, the management, everything about them is just perfect right now. They are terrific domestically and in Europe. The last sixteen of the Europa League right now, I think they can go further. The Celtic story, journalistically speaking, is more dramatic because it's a story of a team who had nine in a row who imploded. Imploded at European level Champions League, Europa League And imploded in their own domestic league Who fell apart In every way, shape and form Who signed bad players for big money So there you have two stories One is the football story 
which is a story of perfection on the park, off the park. And the other story is of chaos, farce, fiasco. Gordon, what do you make of George's point about sticking by some of these players and what they've blossomed into? He mentioned a few, but I mean, take Conor Goldson, for instance, just because I, I was thinking about it earlier on. 45 appearances mm-hmm. this season. That was his 45th today. Um, again, it's another clean sheet for Rangers. They have done that time and time again. I think that's their 30th clean sheet of the season. Yeah, fantastic, Gordon. Uh, you can talk about uh, the spine of the team, as George was talking about there, right through. But I just think the full squad has just clicked. And it's very, you know, sometimes you don't get that in football. There's a bit of unrest if you're not playing week in, week out. Players were there, squad players were coming in, and the fixtures that they had, and Steven Gerrard was changing the team, and it didn't make a lot of difference. Everybody was stepping up to the plate, and they've just went on, and Hugh's right, they're still in Europe, they've still got every chance to keep going in that. They've got the Scottish Cup to hopefully look forward to. That'll be a, a terrific competition as well. They've won the league. They've just been, everything since the beginning of the season, their transfers, their organisation, getting ready for a really important season has been absolutely perfect. Yeah, I have to agree. I mean, George touched on the the hierarchy of the club there uh, and thanking them. And you go back to a year ago, you had a big decision to make over Stephen Gerrard and his coaching team and in turn, the players who were playing under him. If they changed Stephen Gerrard at that point, some of these players may not have appeared for Rangers this season. I'm talking about James Tavernier, Goldson, who had been there and not done it before But they, they backed the manager He had trust in his players That they were going to come good And they certainly have done this season There have been some outstanding performers You mentioned Conor Goldson there 45 appearances I think he's got Is it around about 8 goals as well So contributing at both sides of the pitch James Tavernier could probably go better than that In his tally of goals obviously um, So you've got defenders pitching in At both sides Midfielders like Stephen Davis Who churn out performance after performance Everything has clicked into place At the perfect time for Rangers George, it's the obvious question now How would you rather win it? Will you be watching the Celtic game tomorrow? Oh, uh, definitely um, I'll be watching it because I think Personally, they only want it to, to face us next week Because we'll be really up for that next week So I think they'll be looking at maybe Easing up a wee bit. They, I mean, they, a lot of their players will be looking at other contacts elsewhere. Moving on in the summer, there's nobody be getting heavy injured. They, their players know that this league's over. No doubt about it. They, their players know their season's finished. Here, here you, Scottish Cup. Here you have the, the the contrast between the fan who's never been in professional football and does not know how professional football people respond. Mark Wilson played for Celtic and has told everyone all day long that what will be said by John Kennedy in the dressing room tomorrow is make Rangers win it. Make them get that last arithmetical point that will confirm their championship status. So Celtic will not go there tomorrow and take the foot off the gas. Celtic may go there tomorrow and have defensive frailty work against them or Celtic may go there tomorrow and show off the best of themselves going forward. We don't know, but what we do know for sure is that Celtic won't go there with the intention of letting Rangers win the league by default 
so that they can have an easier time of it against Rangers on the 21st of March. Mark, there'll be a win bonus up for grabs, for goodness sake. Mm, there's, they've missed it in a few this season, let me <laughs> tell you. Overlook that. Like, I, I, Gordon, I touched on it on Thursday. I've been in this position where we played Rangers and Neil Lennon got the job on an interim basis at Celtic Park. And let me tell you, when knew the league was over, Rangers had won it. But I didn't make us any less motivated going in to play them that night. We won, and it set the team up for what was... A nice run into the end of the season And set us up for the following year Well that's the big story Obviously Gordon There were others today though What else mm-hmm. jumped out at you? Um, I think Ross County uh, Going a goal behind um, Against Kilmarnock And coming back th- And winning that one That's a valuable three points Motherwell are out that Worrying relegation problem now Gordon You Good sure? Day. That's yeah. it? Done? Uh, done? Done You can forget mm, about that okay. There's a little mini league You've got Hamilton What a result Hamilton up at Petorre Hamilton, Kilmarnock, Ross County Exciting times ahead for the three clubs The biggest worry for me is Kilmarnock When you think of Stevie Clark And what he did as Kilmarnock manager When you think of what has happened since then Kilmarnock's last 10 games One point from a possible 30 One point They are bottom of the league tonight How do they get off there? Well that's it It's all set up Rangers beating St Mirren Three goals to nil Means that by this time tomorrow They might be champions Of the Scottish Premiership What has to happen Is Celtic need to go to Tannadice And fail to win So either way It could be a big day in Scottish football And we will be here The kickoff is 12 noon So we'll be here 11.45 It will be good morning And welcome to Clyde One Super Scoreboard Make sure you join us It could be a dramatic day And we look forward to speaking to you then In the meantime I can't promise he'll be in a good mood He's had his Twitter account hacked His team get beat Did Morton lose in the end? I think they did So he won't be in a good mood But some top notch tunes To keep you going On a Saturday night GBX up next